Hey, welcome to In Bed with Books, the podcast where we talk about smutty fantasy, classics, and more. I'm Melissa. And I'm Bethany. If you'd like to see more of us, you can find us on our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, or on Instagram at inbedwithbookspod. So thanks for joining us this week. Uh, what are we talking about today? Let's find out. All right. I had to look up the other day um, how much cats should have to eat. Yeah. <laughs> because I was so worried that she wasn't getting enough because she begs all the time. Yeah. Um, well, let me plug in here. Okay, that's better. And uh, what I found was that I'm feeding her enough <laughs> for the amount of for the amount of exertion that she has per day she eats enough you know what i mean like she's not yeah. she does she's not, a pretty sedentary she's not cat. yeah she's not hunting it's okay funny um so i've i've been very much like okay you're fine and i've always done that but then i started to feel guilty because she's like always begging and so i'm like maybe i need to play with you more <laughs> that's just what cats do yeah yeah play with cats, her a little bit more she's probably like cats are lazy <laughs> well and the cats are also like too smart like they need some kind of like stimulus mm-hmm. yeah They're like little adhd patients yeah he's just being a little cuddle bug, a cuddle bug. and you can't even see him because i'm wearing black but here's the little ears yeah <laughs> it's just a, it's just your like... floating <laughs> floating <Yeah. laughs> His breath smells like the penguin house at the zoo. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's just stressed. He probably needs a uh, the penguin house. A, the, like you know how they just smell like pit, like uh, like shit. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, like they smell. I was real like, bad. did you guys go to the? Because I know you went to the zoo the other day, and I was like, oh did yeah, he, like get in the water. <laughs> no, 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 he didn't go with us. Um, <laughs> he's just he gets stressed and he gets like unsettled tummy. Mm-hmm um oh i need to plug in my laptop hold on a second <laughs> oh, i'm sorry jake i'm sorry yeah he gets like an unsettled tummy yeah and then his breath smells really bad so yeah he needs stinky, an acid stinky dog breath stinky dog our, breath. Our, our cats have stinky dog breath what's what we call it when yeah. they yawn we're like who stinky dog breath because <laughs> there's nothing like stinky dog breath <laughs> <laughs> I will say, and if Taylin listens to this, this is no offense to her and Vinny and how they have decided to raise their children, but their fur babies have some of the worst cat breath I've ever smelled. Probably I think the- it's just the tuna. I don't like tuna. I hate fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably and they, it. Yeah. It's definitely it. <laughs> they come over with like the hot tuna breath and you're like, Ugh, like, I can't, yeah. I, I simply cannot. I'm going to bring this over here because he is. He has settled on my lap. How can you, do you hear me all right? Yes, I hear you very well now. <gasps> okay, cool, cool. Um, I've got a, a dog. A dog you've got a baby. A baby. I see a little eyes and a little, yeah, a little, a little stash. <laughs> He's got like the old man gray going on now. Yeah. He's like, let's see here. I found, well, we got him. <clears throat> we got him in the like around new year's mm-hmm. 2013 so yeah he t- he's gonna turn 10 this year wow yeah wow You're an old man you can see his little eyes yeah 
they blinking right here yeah bunny's gonna be 15 oh my gosh yeah isn't that nuts cats and chihuahuas live forever so <laughs> they have little hearts they do they don't get as broken (laughs) they don't have the leg problems they don't have the like let's see they don't have the the chihuahuas don't have the snout problems because they don't have like the squished faces like other small dogs do like Mm -hmm. uh, bulldogs or or, uh, pugs and stuff so Mm -hmm. he's got some nice some nice genetics yeah that's good yeah I think maybe he's eight oh she's yeah she's starting to get in her years bunny is officially <laughs> a geriatric oh <laughs> we, the first time like a we looked up calls how, them we yeah no well we were looking up like what her age was and there was like some chart we're like she's a geriatric oh god because there's like elderly but then there's like geriatric yeah or senior and then geriatric senior. is what it is yeah yeah jake's a senior officially Right. So I think I think maybe's just got out of adolescence. <clears throat> That'll be nice at least. I think she's in her prime. <laughs> <laughs> I love her though. <laughs> oh, Milo made a really good point. He said he is just he is more like maybe and I'm no, he is more like bunny and I am more like maybe. And I'm like, God, you're right. Because is maybe, it- maybe just like wants attention all the time. And Bunny's like, I'll come to you like, when I want yeah. it. <laughs> Bunny's bit, the one that makes a bit the more faces. Yeah, she's a bit more stoic. Yeah. Which Milo's not really that stoic, but I think it's just, I think I'm just more like maybe. <laughs> yeah. We're the most similar of the <sighs> four of us. Four of us, yeah. Sorry, baby boy. Your little family. Yeah, our little, our little family. Um, he's getting used to apartment life, but there's a lot yeah. of noises that he's getting used to. Yeah. Some days are easier than others today, considering he's... He'll probably get used to it, right? Yeah, I think he yeah. will. I think he will. It just he did takes this time. when they moved into other neighborhoods, too. He's so Because, cute. like, I know. They did Gosh. this, uh, he did this when they moved into other neighborhoods, too. Because there's new noises, like, you know, there's new neighbors who are slamming new doors. Yeah. There's new houses with mm-hmm. new little additions that set off in the middle of the night. Different kind of birds. <laughs> yep, different kind of birds, different dogs in the neighborhood. <laughs> so he's getting used to it. Yeah. Aw, we, we had a little dog. He was a Chihuahua Jack Russell mix. Oh, wow, yeah. So he was a forever puppy as well. Tad. Oh, Tad. Yeah, we called him Tattle Turd. Because <laughs> his tail was looked like a turd. <laughs> he oh, was God. brown and his tail was like like shorter. Yeah, it was, it was chopped. And it just literally looks like a turd. Just like wagging oh, around. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I just call him Stinky Boy. And my little man. Little man. That's cute. He's yeah. my little man. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little old I'm man. I met his almost. beck and call. Yeah. I know. With his little graying beard. Yeah. All right. Well, what are we talking about today, Melissa? I feel like I always do. I know. <laughs> That's today, my, my role. <laughs> yes. Today, Jake, today <laughs> we are talking about revenge. Ooh, yes. Yes. 
revenge as a plot point in story yeah like kind of as a as a plot device as a device as a theme yeah uh a little bit of both because i think it shows up a few different ways in the examples we've got here and in the things that we've read on the pod on the podcast so Mm -hmm. we've got some book examples and some tv movie examples yeah because who doesn't love a good revenge story we love revenge melissa loves revenge especially yes my i love consequences for people's actions yes (laughs) we've talked about this before you love retribution yes yes kermuppance yes a little justice you know divine justice justice. yes yes my my episode is coming (laughs) in fact it's coming yeah literally yeah coming yeah yep in bed with Oh, I didn't even hear that. It was such a whisper. Really? Oh, wow. In bed with sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We're not on Instagram. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are on Instagram. Instagram. You can totally find us on Instagram, but we are not currently on Instagram. And if we put this as a clip, we'll have to do that stupid little like six or do an emoji or do something to cover up the fact that we said sex. S-E-G-G-S. I did did hear that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. I said it a little louder that time. Yeah. Um, Okay. So one that I do... Okay. Actually, before we get into some of the examples, let's kind of talk about revenge as... Like, what is the purpose Mm -hmm. of using revenge? Yeah. The purpose of using revenge is to inflict pain in you're gonna say this better i said it fine earlier i don't know why i can't think of it um we turn on the camera and like half of our brain cells die we're like oh (laughs) revenge is it's like you know when you like you know it's how you know (laughs) yeah yeah um so revenge is when you like enact pain on somebody else Mm-hmm. in in retribution for a way that they've wronged you or for some for something that they've wronged you by or someone um, you know or on, on yeah. behalf of someone yeah yeah and like one of i think one of my favorite favorite examples on this list is john wick yeah because he wasn't explicitly hurt point. yeah exactly exactly it, it's all starts because somebody kills his dog which and like considering wife. my dog is currently and his wife mm-hmm. i've never seen it because i know the dog dies yeah i didn't know the wife died too yeah. i was just like well yeah his family the dog mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah that's <laughs> it made total is... sense to me just as the dog <laughs> you were willing to go forward just in revenge of the dog but no it's yeah his whole fucking like, family. i didn't question the plot at yeah, all at all you were all that you were there for it <laughs> yeah exactly you're like i would um, do the same obviously <laughs> yeah um he's like currently nestling nuzzling his head into my shoulder so i don't I know why his, he's laying it on so thing i can so see thick. his pri- profile he looks cute yeah um so that's like a very easy example of you know revenge for like obviously it was about him but he wasn't the one who was explicitly hurt well yeah but i mean he was hurt because they were taken from him because of who he is 
Yeah, it's like a byproduct um, of who he was, but it was like but they like were the someone... ones that was killed, and so he did it because right. they were killed, not because he got punched in the face or something. Yeah, yeah, Obvi- yeah. I mean, like he was hurting, but also, yeah. yeah. John Wick is interesting because what what I find really interesting about John Wick is because you don't really know his wife at all. You know, when you come into like the story and you're like, it's like for me with, um, King of Scars Mm -hmm. with, um, you know, yeah. The the guy who died, the 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 universe exists and everything. Yeah. The guy died. And then I forget her name, Alina or yes. Something like that. Um, is like grieving and you're like, having this kind of like emotional thing with her, but you're like, but I'm like, I've never met this guy. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm sure it was really sad and stuff, but it was like really off the, it was like right off the bat. Yeah. Which I think the point of that though, was to show how much she was, she like had. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what I liked about John Wick was I felt like that was like really flush, fleshed out in terms of like, you don't, the, the amount of time you see the wife is like, barely but it doesn't matter because you see how upset he is yeah yeah and that's kind of what i mean by catharsis sometimes like catharsis can like really play a role and like you don't necessarily need to know like the full story but like if like a guy like walks into a bar and he's angry you can tell Mm -hmm. like if he's livid you can tell and like that's the kind of like angst but even like reeves who's like (laughs) just like super suave and stuff don't even get me started okay (laughs) we don't need to go down that rabbit hole right now yeah so i i guess i'm just far too long i'm just saying i think john wick does that really well because not not all stories are like that you know like where yeah like some of them you kind of need to know a little bit more about the wife or like they really try Mm -hmm. to like show put in like flashbacks and stuff but it like doesn't quite work you're like why is he so upset like i'm not really sold but like john wick you can tell just by like the whole fucking movie he's just beating people up and he's like sacrificing so much for that revenge um of what was taken from him yeah i see in my opinion the very nature of revenge in like fiction negates the need for a catharsis like i would argue that it's yeah in this okay so this does kind of go to like the whatever message that you're of like the thing that you're watching or reading or whatever is trying to send will very clearly dictate how the revenge goes yeah or how it's perceived because you know sometimes people have to like it's a teen show and so they have to learn a lesson and so you can't just keep an eye for an eye oh, and the whole line kind of thing <laughs> yeah, or it's YA yeah. and it's like oh but like at the end like they have to be the bigger person and it's like even in stories where that doesn't happen so in things where like the revenge is well served and it's well finished like John Wick the end doesn't feel catharsis because at the end everyone's still dead yeah, that's the revenge. It just feels like yeah. it is done. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like a release. It feels like uh just like the closing of a book. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause then you see, cause then you see how how catharsis 
does play a role into it somehow with the feeling that you see where you've done the justice and you're still not satisfied. That's the thing is if you're not satisfied, then it's not a catharsis. It's like they, they think that that's what they're going for, but they're not getting it. And yeah. I think even if like, whether or not the whole like an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind kind of thing is part of the lesson. I feel like that's always present in revenge. If we're looking at the like Jude and Cardin example, they're kind of constantly trying to go at each other. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly trying to like make up for the previous slight that the other one did. And even though it turns out positively, it's not great. It's still not like there's no end to it. No, oh, I I was thinking of like catharsis as like the act of doing something. And no, catharsis is after. Catharsis is, is like a single event. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What am I thinking of? <laughs> um, I think you might just be thinking revenge. Like catharsis, the process of releasing and thereby providing relief from strong or repressed yeah. emotions. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. It's like this purge of like But that's the thing, is like I don't think revenge has a purge. I don't think revenge has a catharsis. Mm-hmm. So it's not like in like like if we're thinking of it as like a literary, like catharsis is like a mm-hmm. literary uh term it's the very end when you can purge those feelings because it's all okay yeah the debrief yeah of like the but that doesn't happen yeah like with john wick going i i guess we have like so many other examples but like i keep going yeah. back to this one because it's a very like stark very like black and white example it's very easy mm-hmm. but like at the very end, he's still surrounded by dead bodies, but like he doesn't, does he feel good? Does he feel okay now? Yeah. Like he needs, like he has to kind of make that peace with himself. Yeah. And like the revenge itself wouldn't have brought that. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's probably actually where some of our disconnect here is happening. It's not so much that like, it, I think it's, it's that the catharsis can happen Mm -hmm. but the revenge itself isn't always the avenue that it goes through yeah that is part of the grieving process yeah like they um they're seeking a catharsis but they don't always get it yeah like john wick never got it he was never satisfied yeah um i see what's another one so like i've got the darkling on here so part of his whole like villain origin story is that when he was a kid, Ravka and the people of Ravka mm-hmm. were evil to the Grisha and they were terrible to them, mm-hmm. like hunted them and everything. And so he's seeking revenge for that past, but he doesn't get his, his, his catharsis is that he dies. Yeah. Because he can't let go of his, of his, uh, Grudge. not motive well motive but like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um one really okay so here so we, we kind of talked about like i love revenge mm-hmm. and part of that is because like i just love people like really getting down and dirty and like 
that kind of like devolution that mm -hmm. I always talk about. I love to see that. And I, I will say I love to see when like revenge plays out positively. Mm -hmm. Um but so yeah, yeah. A little bit of both. <laughs> um so one of my favorite movies this past year from Netflix is the Maya Hawk movie Do Revenge. Mm -hmm. I watched it while I was like sick with uh altitude sickness up in Colorado. I was just like half naked in bed, chugging waters, not really chugging, like <laughs> slowly, safely sipping waters, like just hoping to recover and binging things on Netflix. And so the premise of the movie, if anyone is, hasn't seen it yet and would like to avoid spoilers, jump ahead a little bit. The premise of the movie is that it starts at like the end of junior year and the main character, she is like the most popular girl in school and they're throwing a party and it's all like rich people, except she's like a scholarship student. Mm -hmm. And then she's supposed to be up for like these really great opportunities in the next year and for college. But then her shitty rich boyfriend leaks her like masturbating video that she sent him. Oh, God. Yeah. Which like for teenagers and for anybody really, but like for a teenager where that's like, you know, you're about to start the rest of your life. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. So she goes to school the next year and none of her friends talk to her because she's a scholarship kid. He's the rich guy who's going to get away with it. And he's like one of those um, like artsy boys that's like not really artsy, but, but like he is faux feminist to try to, you know, get yeah. in. And yeah. And so like yeah. they just, nobody believes that he's actually the perpetrator. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, but he's so great. He's a feminist. He would never. Um, and so she makes a friend that year, Maya Hawk. And she brings Maya Hawk in, who she sees as this not cool nobody. And kind of like, I, mean, I know you haven't seen Mean Girls, but she like Mean Girls her. Where like, uh -huh. she dresses her up popular, sticks her in with the popular kids, and then like has an inside man to kind of like psychological warfare the entire year away from them. What we find out, and this is the big spoiler, what we find out is that the revenge that Maya Hawk is seeking is against the girl who started a rumor about her being lesbian in seventh grade, Camila Mendez, who mm. she's been pretending to be friends with the entire year. And so, like, they're enacting revenge against each other inadvertently against the popular kids. But because they had spent so much time together, they, like, low-key join forces again, defeat the rich white kid, the rich white boy, and ride off into the sunset together, Thelma and Louise style, having forgiven each other their, like, betrayals. Right. Because they came together for a common enemy. Yeah. And so there's, like, so much revenge, actually, that happens in that movie. Like, do revenge is a, a very fitting title. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's also a very good example of like a positive portrayal of revenge mm -hmm. because the girls like don't really have a moment where they're like oh my god i was so mistaken and i'm so sorry for hurting you mm -hmm. they pretty much keep fighting right up until the end and it's their fighting with each other that helps them they still have this moment of like this this level of trust 
And yeah. so it's in fighting with each other that they're able to take him down because he thinks that they've, like, crashed. Right. Because they get their lessons, but they still get their revenge. It's not like they get their lessons in spite of revenge. I think, yeah, they get what they wanted. Yes. yes. Which is they wanted the other person to suffer. Yes. And then they and still come together and get that, the revenge. on. Yeah. That is the most important thing about revenge. Okay. Yeah. That is different from catharsis. Because yeah, I, do I think, think so. Yeah. That, yeah, that's interesting. It's interesting that I came at it from that side. I think it is just something so different about saying like, like it was a very honest kind of like, well, yeah, she started a rumor about me. So I sought revenge. I mean, if you were a teenage girl, you've most likely been there. I've never sought revenge. Maybe that's why. I mean, like in terms of like the, somebody started a rumor about you and you like felt like you wanted to get back at them. Yeah. I've never followed through on it. Like I've. There's a scene in the movie. Have you seen the movie? No. It's really good, by the way. It is mean so girls? good. Oh, no. Uh, well, uh, Mean Girls revenge. also. Do revenge, do revenge. yeah. Okay. There's a scene where they purposefully lace the, like, senior class luncheon banquet with uh, shrooms. And so, unknowingly, the entire class is just tripping on shrooms. And, like, that's just a teen movie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then kind of in contrast, looking at Never Have I Ever, which we were talking about earlier, I was just thinking about this kind of in the vein of like teen shows mm-hmm. or sh- shows for adults about teens. I love, I love them. I'm getting really yeah, into same. it now. Sex education. Don't even get me started. I know. Fucking love I'm so ready for education. the next season. <laughs> I know. I know. I have a feeling it's going to be the last season because yeah. I think Emma Mackey is leaving, but, um, I digress. Yeah. Um, I tried to get Jake off of me, and he didn't budge. He actually heavily resisted. So we're just, (laughs) we're sitting far away from the computer today. That's okay. Yeah. Um, So in Never Have I Ever, this kind of, like, sense of, I guess, like, this kind of goes back to a little bit of, like, what is the purpose of revenge? And... I think in some ways the purpose of revenge or the, the root of revenge is like a sense of entitlement. And sometimes it's well-placed and other times not. Mm. Um, and I'm using that term very vaguely, very broadly, because the main girl in Never Have I Ever, I haven't watched it in a few months, so I don't I'm remember her Davey. name. Davy, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I just finished Davey. it today. So. <laughs> yes, yes. It's so, okay the like last shot where she goes to bank in on that coupon one free Girl. boink one free boink and he and i've been he, waiting for it he really filled out yes yes he's he did. very cute <laughs> yes. i was like oh they definitely belong together for sure i think when the show slight tangent when the show first started obviously the other kid it was like it was so obvious that he was the answer and they hired like this fucking like 20 30 year old to play him really yes he's yeah, like he 30 in real life old. and so i'm like watching this and i had to like google really quick i was like this man is too attractive <laughs> he's too but, old like, and his voice is too low and he's yes he's just a yes. tiny man like <laughs> to all of the above when it first started i was like yeah obviously she's gonna go for him i would also go for him but now by like season three i'm like mm, 
I kind of like the other kid. I did a really lot like. Too. I did really like Desh though, or Des. Des until yeah. he oh, was Des a little booger. Until yeah. he was a little mama's boy. Ugh. Yeah. That was a nice little a little fling though. I think she needed it. She got too caught up in her love triangle. Yeah. Another uh, another quick tangent. I love yeah. her mom. Oh my god, I love I her mom. I think she is an so absolute much. fantastic actress. Yes. And the moments that she has when they talk about the dad mm-hmm. break my heart. Yes. Yeah. I'm crying every single time. I'm like like this yeah. morning. I'm just like <laughs> I'm just like I'm feeling things and Miles like, "Oh." I'm just like, "I can't fucking watch <laughs> anything anymore. I'm just crying all the time." Yeah. It's just the show. <laughs> it's so good. It is. It is. Um I think I need, I think I'm going to watch it again. You should. I think it's it is one of those ones where like Okay. So it feels like the part of the the appeal of like shows for adults about teens mm-hmm. is that it really it's like Riverdale almost where like they all grasp onto this very absurd part of mm-hmm. your teen years. Yes. Where these things feel so much worse and so much bigger than they are. Yeah. Um and so kind of the reason that I brought up Never Have I Ever is because so much of Davy's driving force is thinking that she's been wronged and she mm-hmm. needs to get retribution for that. And she constantly like doesn't learn the lesson, which yeah. is that like you need to chill. It's one of it is one of my you favorite to, examples you need to of sit like sit and feel it. And she, yeah. Yes, exactly. She needs to sit and feel it because and I, I this is kind of what I we had talked about earlier when we were talking about this before we were started recording. It's not this just that she won't feel things. She only feels anger. And that's because she's that's like the mm-hmm. only thing she's letting herself feel after mm-hmm. her dad's death. And so like every time shit blows up in her face, even though she doesn't think it's related to her dad, it results or like it ends in some kind of flashback to mm-hmm. yeah. her life with her dad when her mm-hmm. dad was still there. So like she fights with her mom and she gets like a flashback or we get a flashback of of a fight that her mom and her had the day before he died Mm -hmm. and so you're thinking oh why is she reacting like this why is she blowing up and it's like because she's not processing her grief yeah she's just lashing out at everybody she's getting revenge on everybody else for this very freak accident that was her father's death yeah you know yeah she feels wronged by the universe so everyone else should Mm -hmm. it's such a good show such a good show it is one of my favorite examples of like an eye for an eye does not work. Mm-hmm. Which I should also, if this is like toxic book boyfriends, it's like in real life, I firmly believe in like talking things out. Yeah. Open communication is like a very positive thing. In books, I do like to see people stab other people. For, yeah. <laughs> like for them sure. being wronged. So for sure. Yeah. You're like, I don't stab. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, <laughs> glare until I get over it. So. Yeah. I um, think I think it's a really good um, portrayal of grief as well. Or at least yes. what, what should happen when you're grieving and what you should be told and the space you should be given. You know. Oh. He's a little, little chunk. I know. Oh, he's, he's actually a little, lost like, a little bit of weight. He's like a little bat. Yeah. He's he so cute. Batman. Batman. Um, cause, cause bats have like, like dog, like noses too. Like they, they have do, like they whiskers have and dog. stuff. It's so cute. 
Well, I tried again. He's staying. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, it is one of my favorite portrayals of grief, actually. I do probably need to rewatch it for that very reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it was just... I say was. I'm just so eager for the next season. Yeah, and I, I think I'm just going to rewatch it because actually yeah. I'm watching this other show that's really good. Well, quickly while we're on the subject, yeah, and then we can go back to revenge. But <laughs> it's called Well Mania, and it just like came up. It's I'm pretty sure an Australian like okay comedian. Oh, okay. I wonder does... why you, I was like, why were you talking about? I don't know. You saw you're talking about like Australian men, and I was like, what is she watching? Um, an Australian show. Um, it's a Netflix original, but it's got the, um, I'm pretty sure she's a comedian cause she's hilarious. Okay. Um, and I'm just loving the shows that I'm seeing recently just to comment here of yeah. like Mindy Kaling, you have this, you have like cause sex lives of college girls. It was sex, Mindy, yeah. Sex lives of college girls, I would say is even more campy than never have I ever. Oh God. Yeah. And, um, this one also the well mania is not Mindy Kaling, but it's, I think, Blenda, Brent, Blenda. (laughs) I think it is though. Belinda. Is it? Belinda. Oh, Belinda. Belinda Wright or something like that. I can't remember, but, and I don't know if it's her or not. I need to look it up, but I'm loving this. Like, I'm like, I feel like we're having a download of like shows written by women starring women featuring different ages of women like even in never have i ever when you have like potty like Mm -hmm. and you have like her thing and you have like the mom and like there's just like all of the cousin you have like all of these it's all these different different women's stories stories yes and all of their stories and like the men play like a backseat yeah um and then also with this like her mom's having this crisis because she like lost her job and um she doesn't know what she is without work and like all of these things and like I, I just I'm just loving that because yeah I feel like we didn't get this this is like a new or maybe I'm just like yeah watching well, more okay. of it but <laughs> you want to know why the last really really big revenge women's women's wrongs we got in tv or I should say not even the last but the bigger stories that we get are Cersei blowing up the Sept mm-hmm. or Daenerys just Burning lighting up the, Landy. Yep. Yep. Or we get like, um, which I know you didn't see this, but Scarlet Witch was the the villain. And I love Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. She was the villain in the latest Doctor Strange movie because she was trying to get back her family who she lost after like the events of, a, of other stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, they're just... Like women's rage. I think that's part of the reason that I love revenge. Female rage, yeah. Like for female rage. It's like when you get Never Have I Ever, you get all of these different female stories or like the the different like women's stories, a very specific Mm -hmm. kind of woman and a very specific culture generally as being uh, centralized or sex lives of college girls where you, not just the four main girls, but you see all the girls that they hang out with. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is all the different ways that you can be a woman. Mm-hmm. or you can be human or and it's okay or their, pa- or their mothers like yes the mothers play a bigger role like i really yes. like um can't remember her name the blonde the, the senator no the senator oh yes the senator's mom or the senator mom yeah 
And then we get a little bit more with the blonde lesbian's mom mm-hmm. when they have that moment where she was like, I never liked these ladies anyway. Let's just go. Yeah. yeah. Like these yeah. really positive female. Yes. But it's not perfect. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yes. And I think that's one of the reasons that I've always liked revenge. And then never have I ever is a good one um, where it's the last episode where she goes and to the, she does the orchestra concert the first time since her dad died Yep, at one and she um, has the panic attack in the bathroom. And then the, her boyfriend's mom comes in and says literally everything right. But then yeah. she ends up being a bitch. Yeah. And you're like, I like this because we're like multidimensional, like exactly. Not exactly. everyone's she's, just a good person or like, you know, and she's like, not in a space where she has to be a good person, you know? Yeah, exactly. A mental space at that moment, you know? But I like, love that there's like this, it's like this guide. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it feels very YA in that way where it's like, we're going to yeah. take response. We're going to be responsible with how we show grief in the show. And I really like yeah. that. Yeah. And I think like, it's a guide when you look at it kind of like meta, like from an mm-hmm. outside level, but like it's very much not in the actual content of the show. It At the mm-hmm. very least, it's a guide in like what not to do half the time, mm-hmm. but like she does things wrong and like it's, it's more a story of that's okay because mm-hmm. her mom at the end of the day loves her anyway. Her yeah. friends and her makeup because she learns how to apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she learns a little bit more how to be honest. She doesn't have to fix herself entirely. She just has to make baby steps and they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I love that shit, which is, this is not like at all what we thought we were going to be talking about. That's okay. I kind of like it a little tangent, but we can kind of go over some of the books that we, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So let's, let's look over some of these things and we can talk about whether we can, I guess we can kind of talk about that, like. What's the lesson? Is there a lesson? Yeah. Like, cause there's the protagonist versus the antagonist seeking revenge. And we've got a couple of examples in here of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, I said this before and I'll say it again. I think <laughs> Heathcliff is the king oh, of yeah. revenge. <laughs> he yes. literally asked her to haunt him. Yes. And he, well, he takes over mad. the house. <laughs> yeah. They said that he wasn't good enough for the house. And mm-hmm. so he gets his own and then makes money and comes back and and buys it and then mm-hmm. buries himself next to her. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he digs her up too. in between them. Yeah. Digs her up a couple times yeah. just to see her face. Fucking like morbid and gothic <laughs> as hell. Brilliant. She's got to be decaying and everything. I love Heathcliff. Oh, I I used my Heathcliff mug today. <clears throat> nice. I am Heathcliff. Um, yeah, he's he's a good one. Yeah, I feel um, like he got it. Yeah, he, he got to be with her eventually. Yes. If if you I, the, the, the to irony read the book that way, it. yeah. Yes. Yeah. The irony of it is because I I do think we should read the book that way personally because it's a gothic book, so there's yeah. like that spiritual element. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, the revenge wore itself out, I would say. Because he's oh, pretty yeah. distraught by the end. Like, I would say the when he begs her to haunt him is after the the revenge has, like, worn its, its uh, no, that's overstayed he, its welcome. That's after they buried her. But, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like, it doesn't, it's not worth it to him anymore. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, the revenge feels like nothing because he can't have her at this point. 
but it's after it's after that when he's able to be with her mm-hmm. and in death yeah um my other favorite one from the gothics that we've read is the monster because he really right. just goes on a killing a killing spree yeah after <laughs> and i think both of these are examples because they're both like the clap like anti-protagonists of their book yeah anti-hero um, yeah where like you feel a little bad for the monster mm-hmm. you feel but... a little bad for heathcliff <laughs> yeah exactly like, you feel a little bad for heathcliff because you're like oh this poor guy like he was just taken yeah. in and they just treated him like shit and now yeah. he's a bad person um like the monster was abandoned and you yeah. feel so bad and you're like well yeah you just he was run from people screamed at the sight of him mm-hmm. but he killed like a little brother yeah and you're like oh not that great yeah that's another one where it's like a very unfulfilling end yeah. to the revenge because he doesn't get to die he just he's got to outlive. yeah yeah the monster he's got to outlive well, the frankenstein yeah and i think he it never really it doesn't really end yeah which i think it's very is, open-ended which i think is characteristic too of horror mm-hmm. which i think is why it gets categorized into horror yeah <clears throat> Because it's not supposed to resolve itself. <laughs> yeah. Like the constant Michael Myers. Yeah. He's always going to come back. That's just the the nature of the monster. And yeah. not the monster in Frankenstein specifically, but the monster, the proverbial monster. Yeah. You know? The alien from Alien. It's always going to come back. Frankenstein is the monster. <laughs> Frankenstein is, is the monster. The monster. Uh, we We wrote that. <laughs> said that <laughs> we arrived there originally <laughs> yes we own that thought <clears throat> um there is a few that poppy has in from blood and ash um yes i do agree that poppy has a lot of opportunity for revenge yeah. as well yeah just because she's been so wronged so wronged and i think in, in some ways it's hard to often connect to characters like that yeah but it's also there's i think a lot more opportunity to see in those little moments like that need for retribution for revenge yeah um and i love that castile is like a huge advocate for her revenge for facilitating it yes giving her because i think it was alistair specifically i it's funny that you didn't think of him because I remember that as a vivid big moment when like big enemy and then like big like death scene that he had. Yeah. Um, so I think I didn't think about it because so much of it felt like self-defense, but it is. That's yeah. exactly what that moment was. Yeah. Cause the wolves, cause she summoned the wolves to like mm-hmm. eat him up. Um, and uh, I remember Castile giving her the choice of like how she wanted to go about it because it, he was the one that wronged her. Yeah. Um, especially like before you had just kind of like the political element of it, which was that like he was definitely sowing discord mm-hmm. within the like the palace, kind of like the proverbial palace, but also like in their marriage. Yeah. 
he would always drop these things and that's exactly why i didn't fucking trust him because he was always like dropping these like oh you didn't know that yeah and those reasons alone i feel like would have been cause for uh revenge yeah but it was nearly killing her that made it so satisfying jake his eyes are so funny i know like Oh, and they just really pop because you can't see. It's like the, the camera's not that good. And so his <laughs> face looks pretty flat until his eyes open. Oh, he just almost fell off. We're good. So yeah, I think it added like that extra oomph to make us really, really want that moment. Yeah. Um, In the same way, because I had wrote, written Poppy against Isbeth on here. And yeah. that was the same exact reason. Yeah. Because so much of Poppy's pain comes from Isbeth's plan, from her conniving and everything. And so she fucking deserved the ending she got. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, yeah, that was good. Yeah. What am I, and, okay. What, go ahead. Sorry. So, like, we had kind of talked about the, like, the monster and Heathcliff are a little, uns like, unfulfilled revenge. Yeah. The person that they're acting it against dies. And yeah. so it's like, what's the point now? But they still have the feelings. Yeah. Whereas with Poppy and those two, although the threat itself still looms because Colas is still out there. Yeah. She got to do that. And yeah. that was big. Both of those were big for her. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, because they're like, they're the antagonists in the story. Yeah. And yeah. so it feels good for them to, to, to die. It feels good to us and like everyone yeah not just yeah. poppy too yeah yeah so the reason i brought that i wanted to specify that is because the next one on our list that we haven't mentioned yet i should say is tamlin going to highburn yeah this was we had kind of been thinking about like things we've read in the yeah on the podcast or in the book club or anything and there's not really like like there's little moments of revenge i would say in Akatar in the in the series, but there's not really like a full arc that plays out because of it, at least as far as we could remember. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you look at the second book from the point of view of Tamlin, he loses his his fiance to what him and Lucian believe is like a level of mind control. Yeah, and so he turns him like he turns his kingdom against the other fae so that they can so he can join highburn and get his love back so it's like against resand yeah maybe that's something we should talk about real quick what's the difference between justice and revenge yeah that's what i was gonna say earlier actually um because I think that's where I think catharsis does play a role a little bit, because if it is just someone getting their comeuppance, that's just justice. But I think there's something specific about revenge being coming from someone who's been wronged and hurt <clears throat> and the process from A to B of the, yeah. the done product, you know? Yeah. Cause it's always nice to see them like, because what, like what you're after is justice and that's yeah exactly and revenge is not revenge if it's from the court 
from mm-hmm. someone else, you know? Yeah. Justice, I think, does require this kind of like third party, this mm-hmm. like unbiased third party, which Distance, could be yeah. karma. It could be karma or like the the way of the novel or like but the way I, of fiction, the way it plays out. There's this uh I was watching San Andreas with my mom. Um, which is just one of those I think I mentioned it actually in a recent episode. It's just one of those like mid 2010 movies where it's like, look at this massive uh, climate event and it's going to terrorize the people and it's the San Andreas fault. Um, and you've got the like stepfather who kind of turns bad in the face of uh, adversity. Right. And so he abandons the daughter. Mm-hmm. Him and the daughter were out doing something and the earthquake hits and he abandons her. Because mm-hmm. he needs to save himself. And so later in the movie, he gets crushed by one of those big, uh, like, you see him on the freight trains, the, like the big boxes that hold the big like, cargo. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the big cargo things. And so he gets crushed by one. And so, like, did they enact revenge? No. But it was a little divine justice. Yeah. But revenge needs a, a personal touch. Like... Uh, Yeah, like I feel like revenge isn't revenge if the person doesn't experience some kind of punishment. Yeah. But it's also not revenge if it's not inflicted by someone. Yeah. In that cathartic cathartic moment. Um, Yeah. Because um, justice can be had by someone who is yeah. inflicting revenge but it doesn't necessarily have to come from like justice doesn't have to come from revenge but revenge yeah. is in pursuit of justice yes. <sighs> yes personal justice yes yeah and i think that's the thing too is like justice and revenge are kind of very loosely touching mm-hmm. and diagram like this yeah. they're they're nearly two separate circles but there's just the slightest overlap in the middle yeah um, and that overlap, I would argue, is the potential for catharsis, like the genuine yeah. potential for catharsis. Ooh, okay, you know, you know, a really good example, actually, huh. Inigo Montoya. Mm, yes, that's um, a, and that's Oberyn, a catharsis. Like all of that. That's he's Oberyn? Liter- Oberyn is literally like modeled after Inigo Montoya. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. See, I don't think Oberyn gets it, unfortunately. No, he doesn't. Um, but like that, but that whole like repeating what you're saying, yes. like, yeah. Yes, that. And the yeah, like, he's, his whole life mission, both of them, like, go after the person who killed my father, my sister. Yeah. And Inigo Montoya gets it. He he rises from the ashes, even though he's been stabbed, and he just continues his mantra, and it gives him the power. Yeah. And it does kind of imply, if we're looking at like popular culture because the thing about all of the books that we're reading is that they're part of this pop culture yeah and so it's like it's contributing to this conversation that's been started especially about like righteous revenge Mm. divinely like supported revenge yeah justified revenge justified violence justified yeah yeah because like how did he get the the strength to stand up when he's Mm -hmm. been stabbed yeah it kind of there it kind of like alludes to that spiritual element in prince's bride a little bit when he does the sword and he's like father lead me to the masked man and like mm-hmm. he's in there in the forest trying to find uh oh shit what's his name the king no the love the boy the farm boy 
Oh, the Dread uh, Pirate Wesley, Roberts. Of course. Wesley, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when he's like trying to find Wesley. Yeah. And he's like <clears throat> using his sword. Yeah. And it guides yeah, him to the right tree. There's this divine, yeah. God, there's this need, kind of like implication. That. That's such a good movie. We so need good. to watch that. And so he is clearly being assisted by some higher power, whether it's just his father, like the spirit of his father, or like some unsaid, uh, what is it, like some unsaid divine power that doesn't really get mentioned? Because yeah. like magic exists in their world. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I think it does kind of go back to like, if you want a catharsis, there has to be some kind of there is like a a balancing that's happening from your act. It's not yes. just out of like personal vengeance. Yes. One of my favorites is in Crescent City. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it's it like because the book kind of is set up as kind of a, it's urban fantasy so it's a bit more serious in that way. I feel like mm-hmm. and but because it's in this modern world, like I love how not only does she get to kill Micah who killed Stanica. Yes. And has been like fucking everyone over. Yeah. But she gets to do it in front of the whole council because it's on video or whatever. Yep. And so everyone gets to see it. And then she just vacu- vacuums up her ashes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. In her workplace. I just love, I just love it. That was, that's probably one of the more well-written books in terms of like arc. Like I need, like, I really like, I I do need, I should listen to it again, actually. It's such Um, a complete storyline. Um, or like, I guess plot. It's just a complete plot. Yeah. Because it starts out with, we get to see and love Danica. Yeah. And then yes, Danica yes, dies. And yes. then at the very end, it ends with retribution for Danica. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. Yeah, it was really good. I think the only final thing to talk about then is when revenge is like a character trait. Because mm. there are like two big examples that I can think of from what we've read. And one of them is Adrian. Yes. And his entire everything that he does is because he lost his love and he wants to make the entire country pay yeah and also because he had to sell his soul basically yeah and he doesn't want and i think we're going to see that play out a little bit more we just kind of got introduced to that one but like he doesn't want her this this goddess to have control over him yeah and so it's a little bit it's always like a mixed bag but it's so very much like a driving force for his character mm-hmm. um and then the other one i could think of was amelia from king mm-hmm. of the wicked yeah because because her sister dies and she yeah. like stops at nothing to find who did it and then yeah seek her revenge yeah and now she's like my sister's alive fuck you i'm now in hell because yeah. of you yeah and so that's another one where it's like where I feel like we're at like the the brink of some uh, some stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we get to see where this revenge is going, and like where yeah. it needs where it actually needs to happen. Yeah, these like these maybe she's just gonna be mad at feeling. her sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like she could be. <laughs> yeah, she could be. But like, if I was suddenly the queen of hell, 
Yeah. And it was only so that I could try to, like, seek revenge against my sister's killer. And I found out my sister was actually alive and hadn't told me. That I'd be pissed. Bitch. I'd be absolutely pissed. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch. And then, okay, just as, like, an honorable mention, mm-hmm. because the week before this comes out. Yes. We talked about Eclipse. Yes. And that's, like, a core yes. part of that book. Which mm-hmm. is Victoria seeking revenge for the death of her mate. Yeah. So. That's why she's been making more vampires. Yes. And why we have more wolves, wolves. suddenly. Yeah. Um, it more is. More. I mean, it's, uh, it goes a little bit back to like, she's Mormon. So an eye for an eye. And so it couldn't be like a good. Yeah. A good form or like a good portrayal of revenge, which sucks but yeah. it was still fun yeah it was i was this was this episode as exciting for you as i thought it might be because you love revenge <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I remember, and i just I, I remember when we learned that it was like i think it was from what an ash when we were you were like oh yeah i was like fuck yeah alistair's dead i was like, so ready I for hate that. him and i was like yes. oh my god i was like i want I was, like, to terrified. see him burn yeah and then and then he had his comeuppance and you were like i I love retribution and i'm like (laughs) i said i said you said no you were like i think i love revenge no and i was like you love retribution and you were like yes (laughs) yeah i think that's the thing is like it's retribution if we're getting like really technical it's retribution if it's like if it turns out okay yeah but i would argue it's all under the umbrella of a revenge yeah. I love retribution. I love women's wrongs and I yes. love female rage. And that's female why very rage. often I love revenge arcs. So. Yes. Great. Yes. I know. How did this you feel? Fun. How do you feel? Yeah. 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 No, this was good. I really liked it. I didn't know how much revenge is such a fun thing to read. Yeah. I think it, like, like, oh, yeah, it's, that's why that's good. <laughs> it's so that's why good I like John Wick. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're like, you've, everyone's been wronged. And you like to see people who wrong others get yeah, get their yeah their their just desserts. They're just desserts. Yes. So. I love that you got that from me. Yes, <laughs> I say yes. that a lot. We are slowly rubbing off on each other. Yes, not so slowly at this point. But. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not exactly sure what we're reading next week, but I'm sure it will be really good. Yeah. If you do wonder, then go check out our like announcement for the new season we've got all the books listed there yep everything we're gonna read so thank you for listening and joining us for another week thanks you guys make sure to like and subscribe to the pod we're on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts wherever you pod until next time happy reading happy reading Bye. bye sit still mister little mister Um, little mister little man give me a little man what do you have to say
breathes. <laughs> <laughs> breathes a stinky dog breath. <laughs> yeah. 